Good evening. I uh, had to slip my flannel on. Got to cool out. Give this Florida boy a little slack. November 19th, 1863. Gettysburg Address. 157 years ago. Carl Sandburg had this to say. He had stood that day saying that democracy was yet worth fighting for. The taller riddles of democracy stood up out of that address. It had the dream touch of vast and furious events epitomized for any foreteller to read what was to come. His cadences sang the ancient song that where there is freedom, men have fought and sacrificed for it, and the freedom is worth dying for. His outwardly smooth sentences were inside of them, gnarled and tough with the enigmas of the American experiment. Again, that was Carl Sandburg. At Gettysburg, Lincoln proposed that the nation have a new birth of freedom. There was only one hope to dignify the terrible loss the country had endured, and that was to finish the work of expanding liberty and equality and narrowing the gap between the real and the ideal. I'm thinking that proposition still stands. Lincoln's message goes far beyond the dedication of a cemetery in Pennsylvania. The subtext of the Gettysburg Address resonates through the years as our purpose, our creed. The great task remains. It is for us, the living, to be dedicated to the unfinished work. As I like to say, if you work for something, at something, toward something, hard enough and long enough, the work becomes the something. When he said at Gettysburg that words could not add to the actions of the men on that battlefield, Lincoln was simply showing his humility, always raising the message above the messenger. He knew our connection to words, to the idea, and his words for his time were for his time and all time. Lincoln's writings have transformed each succeeding generation. His words reveal a high under, understanding of the human condition, and they have served to steer each stride toward a freer, more just world. And we are still bound to finish the work. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation, or any nation, so conceived and so dedicated, can long endure. We're met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place 
for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men living and dead who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note and long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, and that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. A. Lincoln, November 19, 1863. Fair winds.